0: hello and welcome back to the slasher siblings podcast and this week we're on edward scissorhands it's made in 1990 it's rated pg-13 it's an hour 45 minutes long 7.9 on IMDb.
1: And you can watch it on Disney+. Plus.
0: Because apparently I just learned that today. Because I looked it up and they didn't tell me that. But I know this isn't technically a horror movie. But it has horror aspects and it's Tim Burton. So that counts. We did it anyway. Yeah. So for the people that don't know what it's about. It's about an artificial man who is incompletely constructed. And has scissors for hands. Leads a solitary life. Then one day a suburban lady meets him and introduces him to her world so this movie is supposed to be like from the view of edward's eyes and uh i'll start off with the trivia i guess that's why the town looks so colorful and like fantastical Mm -hmm. because this is edward looking at the town for the first time like up close or whatever but the reason it looks so colorful like that is because it's supposed to be from his eyes which is kind of cool okay since i started off with the trivia we'll just start into like the scenes and stuff like normal uh do you want to start off talking about scenes you liked and stuff Um.
1: So I'm, you already know <laughs> what I'm gonna say. You already know what I'm gonna say. I really like the aesthetic.
0: Oh, I yeah, did. the aesthetic. Mm-hmm. That's gonna have to be some merch eventually. Just the word <laughs> aesthetic with slasher siblings podcast underneath.
1: But it's so, I love it. Like Joyce's house with the pink carpet. Yeah. And all the pink decor. I was like, I kinda,
0: kind of, kind of,
1: kind of really like that. I really like how they decorate their houses. And some people have blue houses, some people have pink houses.
0: There's green, yellow, pink, blue, and white. I saw a couple of white here.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I just really like.
0: And they all each the have pink. like a different color car
1: yeah and it doesn't I match really their like house so
0: there was like a green house with a yellow car and a pink house with a blue yeah. car just kind of cool it's like kind of like a um easter type of yeah i like, i like
1: how it was um half spooky half really cute yeah <laughs> like that's exactly what my house looks like at home <laughs>
0: <laughs> kind of spooky <laughs> kind of cute
1: Spooky, kind of cute so i really like that aspect of it and edward scissorhands i just think he's kind of adorable
0: i mean johnny depp's pretty perfect so
1: but edward scissorhands like the way he acts and yeah he's just like how bliss i don't know i would do the same thing to be honest with you oh yeah i'd be like come on come on over let's start with some skincare
0: (laughs) skincare (laughs) maybe you can cut my hair
1: (laughs) just grooming dogs i was like that's what i feel like when i groom dogs
0: (laughs) lab coat hair (laughs) flying everywhere
1: yeah my hair actually looks like that too when i groom dogs
0: it looks like that right now kind of
1: (laughs) nobody has to know that
0: everyone on the podcast knows that
1: it's all right but yeah i like a lot of the scenes are are cute i like when he starts making the hedges different shapes the dolphins and the dinosaurs like the towns yeah i like that and i really like that he's a dog groomer as well i feel like i can relate to that i like the beginning very beginning yeah and they go through the factory and they're showing okay this guy's i made him and they they have the cookies and he holds it up to his the machine's heart yeah and they're like oh that's how he was created that's you how know we know got I mean? the idea what scenes did you like
0: well i always have a lot but so a lot of this movie i have a ton of scenes written down as like a funny section that i found was funny which is a lot of the movie because there's a there's a good bit of comedy that's not like very obvious about it um but i'll start with the scenes that i did really like i like the very beginning when you're looking at the mansion and it's kind of snowing and then it like it kind of looks like a snow globe like you shake a snow globe and the little mansions inside and Uh snow is falling i really like that i like the Dark versus light side of the town. It kind of has that feeling of there's dark and it all light, and you know there's some light and darkness kind of thing. Yeah. Because like.
1: Best of both worlds. Best
0: of both worlds. There's all that happy light and stuff, but there's always that little bit of darkness, and that signifies it. to me kind of signifies like the mansion's kind of like a little dark place the town's more of like a happy type light view i guess you could say
1: i'm catching your vibe
0: um i also like whenever she goes up to the mansion for the first time and you're looking at this dark dreary broken kind of scary mansion and then she finally gets inside and there's all these beautiful hedge sculptures and uh, nice looking grass and flowers and all this other stuff so it kind of, to me it kind of symbolizes like inside of darkness there's always some beauty some beauty yeah on the outside of edward he's kind of dark and some people might think he's ugly maybe but on the inside of him there's a lot of beauty he was just misunderstood he wasn't evil yeah or mean or anything like that he was a very nice person he just looked different and on the inside of him it was very beautiful i also like the first look of edward when she's you kind of see him like in the window and stuff like that but you don't get a good look at him so when she goes up into the attic i like him like in the corner like huddled down and scared and she's being nice to him she didn't run and scream from him she was nice and calling to him and she just she had like this air that she was presenting of like i'm okay i'm safe i'm not gonna hurt you mm-hmm. and he could tell and he kind of like crawled out of the darkness like him coming out of a cave out of his shell kind of thing and that's when he starts you know to smile and stuff so
1: i really like that she took the chance to go she didn't there. run I, yeah yet. i really like her character i thought she was a sweet person and nobody ever gave him a chance until her and he was never evil he just um everybody, yeah everybody was lying about him and uh-huh. setting him up basically which is like mm. sad that made me sad yeah
0: i also love when edward's in the car and he's so excited and happy to see everything and uh he's throwing his hands up hitting his head on the car because he's just so excited to see all this different colorful stuff that he wasn't able to see well he was able to see from his mansion but he was never that close to it he was always looking at it from a distance Mm -hmm. so i kind of like to see him all that happy and stuff the factory whenever they were cutting out the cookies and stuff that whole machine that had the perfect burton vibe oh yeah and it it really gave me a vibe of nightmare before christmas obviously it's tim burton so it would be but like a lot of those things kind of made it seem like they had inspiration from nightmare before christmas even though i think Nightmare Before Christmas came out in 95. I'm not 100% sure, but I believe Nightmare Before Christmas came out in 95. So it's kind of like a... Like a lot of those machines looked kind of like characters from Nightmare Before Christmas. Like that big one looked like the dude on the tricycle. Uh And then like Lock, Shock, and Barrel kind of looked like the beater ones. And then the the little stamping cookie cutter ones kind of looked like the little mummy and the little kids and stuff. Like there was a lot of it had that very big that vibe. Burton yeah. vibe. I agree. I kind of get the sense of that the movie is about finding love in, like, unfamiliar places. Like, like Kim finding love in Edward Scissorhands. And Edward Scissorhands the same as him. And, like, Edward finding this family full of love after losing his father the way he did. Yeah. Which you obviously see later, and it's very sad, but... At this point, you didn't know that it was very sad. And he found love after being alone for so long.
1: And he wasn't human, so who knows how long he was alone for.
0: Exactly. He could have been...
1: Because she turned into an old woman and he he was He was completely normal, yeah. Yeah.
0: The food scene where they're all at the barbecue and they're shoving food into his face. I very much got the Grinch vibe from that. It seems like the Grinch with Jim Carrey took like... Uh, inspiration from that scene, just shoving food into the uh-huh. Grinch's mouth.
1: I thought of the same thing. I,
0: that's what I thought. I think of that scene every time I see that movie. I, I really got that from that scene very much. The burglary scene made me really sad. He looked very helpless, like a trapped animal, which technically he was. He
1: looks so sad. I know. He was Why so sad and scared.
0: And I hate that he wouldn't turn around and go help him. That and was, it was his, his own, own house. house. Yeah, like. It's ridiculous. I know it was just it was supposed to make you sad obviously yeah. and, the, and the arrest it, it scene, was
1: effective don't worry
0: oh it was very effective and don't the arresting worry. scene when he's in the jail that got made me really sad too everyone thinks that he just broke in there because he wanted to get money and that wasn't the case no he broke in because kim asked him to he just loved her she that's never all.
1: fessed up for it
0: yeah and he protected her and everything so that, that kind of makes you really sad the other thing about that is the you could do a hundred nice things but do one wrong thing and everyone turns against you yeah kind of thing which is the absolute truth you could do a hundred nice things for somebody but as soon as you screw up one time they lose trust in you that's exactly what was shown in this movie Mhm. Uh-huh he cut all of their hedges cut all their hairs dogs hairs all of it and he was basically set up just to rob jim's house with jim of course and everyone turned against him like in the drop of a hat and it kind of shows like how much the gossip can be spread around
1: it was a very gossipy uh neighborhood too i noticed
0: as soon as jim came on screen you could instantly tell he was a dick Oh, yeah. From the first moment you looked at him, you could tell he was a dick.
1: What other movies was Jim in?
0: I don't know. I'd have to look. But I have written that that stare that he does at Kim whenever she says, I don't love you anymore, instantly proves that he's a dick. You know what I mean?
1: Oh, yeah, I know.
0: And I I mean, there's a lot of evidence that he is, but it was a, a few scenes that he just looked like an asshole and that was one of them uh so he runs back up to the mansion you know there's his hedge statues or whatever you want to call them and there's weeds growing out of them because he's been away for a while Uh to me the weeds kind of symbolize like the chaos that's happening because he's creating all these beautiful things but there's chaos happening all around and when he comes back to the mansion there's all those weeds and it's kind of symbolizing chaos coming through uh-huh. where he's not safe anymore. That's kind of what I got.
1: And then he makes it beautiful again.
0: That's right. Love and then that. Jim's death scene, I just have written "oh well," because <laughs> oh well, no, I don't think a single person was sad that Jim was gone.
1: I don't. I think they were just like, oh no, a dead body yeah like nobody cared no one really cared that it
0: was jim it was just oh someone died yeah (laughs) like he was an asshole to pretty much everyone and especially edward and he deserved it sorry
1: and he was trying to kill edward
0: yeah for no reason
1: and that made me sad too but i'm glad kim stood up for him and protected him
0: yeah exactly i also have that it's a nice happy ending yeah to all i mean it's sad because he got chased out almost killed he has to say goodbye to kim and all this other stuff but it's a nice little ending to the chaos turning it back to happy you know what i mean yeah so it's not like he lived thinking about that moment forever it was his last one of his last memories of the town is him saying goodbye to kim and that was a very nice way to end it uh i also like how yes it's told from edward's point of view but i also like the s- bedtime story angle. Uh
1: huh.
0: I like that it's told from a. There's not too many movies that do that. I can see the movie in my head, but I can't remember the name of it. I think it's. Uh, I don't want to say the wrong name and sound like an idiot, but what? there's a movie that a grandfather is telling a story, a bedtime story to his grandson, and it. It's the movie. It plays the movie out. You know what I mean?
1: Is it? Did we used to watch it when we were little? Yeah. Was it a real... Were they in a toy store? Is that the one you're thinking of? Is it Mr. Mangoram's Wonder Emporium? No, that's a good movie. That's a good movie.
0: But, no, that wasn't it. I know someone who would listen to this would know what I'm talking about. It's this old grandpa who's reading to his son... It's like an older movie and his son wants to hear the story the story is the movie so he, it's like the grandfather's reading him a bedtime story but it's really the movie itself it's like Kinda the notebook like this. too isn't yeah. that how it works yeah kind She's of i think so
1: no he's reading her the story of their, of their yeah, love think, story yeah i think yeah, so very nice but
0: some of the things i liked about this movie is I like the direct style. I love Tim Burton's style of directing. I th- really think that all the movies he directs and th- the the vibes that he puts into it, yeah, is like a very good way of directing. Like a little bit horror, a little bit romance, a little fantasy.
1: I think it's a good mix. It's a
0: very good mix. Yes, of
1: both because
0: uh, very very good. I
1: mean, yeah, people died like in Edward's scissor hands, but like Jim died. Yeah, and he was cutting people with his fingers, but. There was still a good story about him and how he learned to kind of be normal and you know even though I don't even know how to say it people still did him dirty. Yeah. Like Joyce because he wouldn't have sex with her. She she said you know he forced himself on me. I was like
0: <laughs> come on really. <sighs> Why do you
1: do Edward like that? You Why would you, you do go him
0: like in that? and you do that to him.
1: Makes me sad.
0: Yeah I don't like that she did that to him because it was really her forcing herself onto him but seeing as how she's like very popular in the neighborhood and she's a very gossipy woman and all this other stuff she's just
1: clearly embarrassed yes that he didn't
0: and everyone believes her because of the fact that she's so popular in the community and whatnot which is lame i also like his writing tim burton and i forget who the other person was that wrote this but tim burton wrote this movie and everything he writes i very much enjoy yeah um it's kind of like quentin tarantino and his movies uh-huh. i enjoy a lot of things that he's written now i'm not talking I'm, i am talking about his eight like django and yeah. reservoir dogs and stuff like that but he's written other movies with other people yeah and he has that kind of sense of directing style tim burton has that exact same directing and writing style that quentin tarantino does they're not they're not similar styles but like you can tell when tim burton has influence in a movie when quentin tarantino has influence in a movie like you can very much tell and i feel like
1: they both have a set vibe i feel like we say vibe a lot we said vibe
0: like 15 (laughs) times in this episode but that's okay uh he has a very recognizable style yes when he a very recognizable influence in everything that he directs and writes uh, i love all the actors all of them were excellent some characters were annoying like joyce yeah but i liked her house but not her <laughs> she did a very good job a very good job of bringing that character to life even though the character was kind of annoying mm-hmm. but i have to say that i especially loved johnny depp and winona Ryder.
1: Oh, yeah, for sure.
0: They really made this movie. Now, I love the movie, and I loved all the actors in it, but Johnny and Winona really brought this movie to life. And a little trivia, just in the middle here, uh, Winona Ryder couldn't actually connect to this character because the last movie she did with Tim Burton was Beetlejuice, and <sighs> she was... Uh, Lydia Dietz yeah. so she was this dark depressed and uh, Tim Burton actually said that he thought it was actually really funny to see her try to play this character because she could not connect to it Yeah. she said Which is, I, I find that kind of funny too
1: I really like the, the dad
0: oh yeah he's hilarious
1: I like how he accepted Edward so quickly oh yeah and he didn't even put up a fight when she brought him home he was just no, like alright like,
0: oh, I'm sitting down at dinner
1: like alright whatever and then they just kind of bonded Yeah. I thought it was.
0: Um, It was the uh, hedge trimming scene.
1: Yeah. Yes, that's what it was.
0: It was that moment that he was kind of like, oh, I like this guy.
1: I like this guy. He can help out with the landscaping. So,
0: here are some uh, scenes that I found really funny. Okay. We don't have to delve into every single one, but... I'm just going to read them that I thought were really, really funny. And then okay. we can pick and choose which ones we want to talk about. That's good. So I thought the, the small town gossip and rumors scene was really funny, where they're all, like, calling each other, like, oh, we saw a mysterious man and her car and then they are all running i'll meet you at the street corner in two minutes or whatever and they're all running down the street to go look at him and stuff i thought that that scene was really really funny uh
1: that's like literally what facebook is
0: yeah pretty much (laughs) and twitter twitter is pretty bad at that too uh the way the way that edward stares at everything in the house when he goes in for the first time Uh he's like staring at the smoke detector and he's like staring at the mirror like playing with the mirror like it's just the way he looks at stuff and that's why i think johnny depp was like so Perfect for this was
1: he had the perfect expression. I know. Yes, the waterbed scene. Oh my goodness, when like, he of course pokes it and it starts, yeah,
0: of course. He pokes it and the water starts spraying him, and then he puts the stuffed animal <laughs> I over know. it. Thought that was hilarious. Him trying to get dressed was hilarious. Oh my
1: god, and he he put his little feet in there.
0: Yeah, he just scooted his pants yeah. up. and The That's dinner so scene funny. was very funny. I think oh, he's yes. trying to get the peas and he's trying to the dad's trying to talk to Ed and he's like, Hey Ed and he keeps yeah. calling him Ed and she's like Edward. Edward. Goes, yes. <laughs> that was so funny. Uh the makeup scene when she's trying to cover up his scars. Oh my goodness. And this has a hint of purple. lavender. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that looks almost exactly like your face and it's like purple. Yeah. Uh funny. the hedge trimming when he's slowly doing it, you know, listening to the ball game and then he just comes out and makes this giant dinosaur and he's like oh
1: <laughs> Did you <look> at that?
0: <laughs> would you look at that um the voicemail scene was really funny that she goes they just filled up the whole tape and it starts <laughs> playing know. a couple of the messages and i just thought that was so funny the shish kebab
1: shish kebab
0: i thought it was a shish kebab what I thought it was shish kebab so oh yeah funny. it's a shish kebab <laughs> i just saw the way john uh edward was talking with all that food i know (laughs) makes me laugh every time uh the scene where he says uh where he's talking to his creator father or whatever he goes yeah you could smile It's funny and then the smile slowly Uh creeps up his face i laugh at his face every time he's like his torso is not even attached to his legs he's just sitting (laughs) on a desk and he's just slowly smiling it's so funny the bedroom scene when uh kim comes home yeah and the axe murderer thing I thought and that he whole, pokes
1: the bed and he's like <laughs> i felt so bad the
0: part that gets me every time is when he when she's screaming in the hallway and he comes out of the bedroom and just like he just creeps wa- down the I know, hallway.
1: His, his little jammies are wet i know and the dad's like come on edward
0: uh the lemonade <laughs> scene when he sits there groaning and because he's never had like whiskey he or whatever literally it chugged it i know
1: through a straw
0: and uh, that whole like, scene, and then vomited. even the scene where he's cutting the thing, and she goes, oh, you want some lemonade? And he just pukes. pukes. I'm
1: like, you know what? I've been there. Been there, done
0: that. Uh, the show and tell scene I thought was really funny, too. Yeah. He goes, one karate chop, and he can hack your head right off, and he's just like, whoa. That <laughs> <laughs> so, was so funny. Uh, the dog hair, when he first cuts the dog, and the hair's flying everywhere. So cute. And then it comes around the corner, and she's freaking she's out. like, oh, my God. I actually thought that, that hairstyle beautiful. was really cool. I thought it was cute. Si- yeah, it, it was. was.
1: cute. might steal that.
0: And then immediately <laughs> after that, the grooming and... Uh,
1: I love that part. I thought that was so funny. I know. And the one dog just looks terrible. And she's like, oh! My... What's, his, what's her name? Kisses?
0: Yeah, kisses. She's
1: like She looks so beautiful. Can the, you cut my hair? Looks like
0: a lion. <laughs>
1: and then he cuts everybody's hair and it looks awful. The only person who I thought had, like, decent hair was the mom oh yeah i thought it wasn't yeah like, for sure too bad everyone else was like oh <laughs>
0: so i have some trivia here okay uh this is the first time that tim burton and johnny depp worked together and they became really good friends after this movie there's a lot of movies that he will just take because tim burton yeah. directing it and writing it.
1: how old was he in this movie johnny depp do you know 20 i think I Was gonna say he had to be young
0: I'm pretty sure he was, like, 20-ish. Although Tim Burton said this isn't his greatest film, he said it is his favorite of all his films. And the score is Danny Elfman's favorite of all his soundtrack compositions. I think the music for this one was excellent. Yeah. It had the, like I said, Uh, Nightmare became... Nightmare came after this, but there's an influence you can hear in both scores for Scissorhands and Nightmare. Mm -hmm. You can hear the influence, and it's both Danny Elfman, obviously, but I really like the score in this movie. Tim Burton has never intended to make a sequel as he said it would rob the film of its purity. Good. So what i get out of that is quit while you're ahead is what i get out of it and i'm really glad that he has that mentality because he made an excellent movie
1: why would you want to do another? why
0: would you want to do another one and possibly screw it up
1: he's not gonna do it and i saw on facebook literally today they're like oh look he's gonna come out with a beetlejuice too i was like that's not gonna happen there's no way
0: i want it to happen but
1: I, I just don't see how, like, you can... Movies like that, how do you do a second one? I don't know. Like...
0: I don't know. But that's what they said about Hocus Pocus.
1: Listen, I liked Hocus Pocus 2. I did.
0: But that's what I mean. Like, um, how could you make a sequel? And maybe Hocus Pocus 2 isn't, like, the strongest movie. But there are a lot of elements... I haven't seen it yet. But there were a lot of elements in that movie that I saw a lot of people really like. We'll
1: do that for another time. I... So, I... I obviously love the first Hocus Pocus, but the second one, like, I don't really enjoy how modern they make some movies. Yeah. Like, how they had, like, self, they took selfies in the, in the movie, mm. and she wrote on, you probably saw it in the <sighs> pictures and stuff, she had two, like, Roombas. Yeah. I don't, like, it's cute. I thought like, it was
0: kind of funny. It's, I saw that. It's
1: funny, but, like, we're gonna look back on that in, like, yeah. 20 years and be like, ugh yeah you know what I mean like the original is just so good yeah not that I'm you know hating on it but that part about movies these days I I don't really enjoy like the whole selfie thing and like obviously I take selfies but just leave it out the movies (laughs) just leave it out the witch movies how about it
0: um my next one is that Edward only says 169 words in the film. Doesn't seem like it, does it?
1: No, not at all.
0: The houses used in the film were a real community and completely unchanged, except for the garish exterior paint. Oh, wow. So the houses are real in Tampa, but they repainted the houses. And actually, some of the people still lived there while they were painting the houses. And there were some that didn't like it, but they got used to it. (laughs) they said and it's still i
1: think it's really cool i would definitely live there to this day
0: apparently it's still painted like that no one has changed it since i guess
1: i like the style i do yeah i liked i liked seeing the inside of the houses
0: the waterbed scene was one of the only scenes that wasn't originally in the script really so i'm guessing either a there's there's two waterbed scenes that i can think of yes and i'm gonna go with the fact with that he poked it and put the stuffed animal over it was unscripted because it would be hard for him to unscript the second one when she comes into the room and starts screaming that was definitely written in so it would be the first one when he put the stuffed animal over it so that's kind of cool too the neighborhood is based on tim burton's hometown of burbank california oh wow <laughs> so it must be a lot of gossip running through burbank yeah especially back back then when he was living there and stuff it's a
1: very chatty town
0: johnny depp stated that he cried like a baby when he first read the script oh sweet little Johnny. yeah Depp. i
1: cried the first time i watched that movie i just i don't know i i feel for characters like him
0: the character peg is based on tim burton's mom who used to bring home strangers the Aww. neighbors are based on people she grew up with as a kid
1: <laughs> oh my goodness she was probably such a sweet lady in real life probably that makes me happy
0: the little blonde boy on the slip and slide at the beginning of the film is nick carter of the backstreet boys
1: oh no way
0: though uncredited in the film carter himself has confirmed this in several interviews so if you take his word for it
1: i love that i'll take his word johnny depp had to lose Backstreet boy lie to you
0: of course i mean of course not but there's no way johnny depp had to lose a reported 25 pounds for the role of edward scissorhands oh my goodness he was still a little boy (laughs) you i think he was he had to have been 20 something had to have been Johnny Depp was determined to nail the character and refused any cooling agent, even in his all-leather costume. Wow. That had to be hot. It was in North... It was filmed in North Carolina.
1: Oh, my goodness. I would have passed out. That's toasty. <laughs> and all that makeup he had on, too. Yeah. In the, in the wig? Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. In the hands? Nope. I couldn't do it. I'd fall over and die.
0: So, for my final... Oh, wait. No, I have two here. Uh, I'll, say, I'll save this one for last. So the first draft of the film was written as a musical a concept tim burton would revisit for nightmare oh, wow. and corpse oh, bride oh so he came back to it this film was supposed to be nightmare came out in 93 by the way not 95 okay. but this was supposed to be a musical which i wouldn't be mad no that would but have been cool yeah so for my final trivia for this movie i'm gonna end out on a good note johnny depp and Winona Ryder dated throughout the filming of this movie and became engaged later that year, 1990. I love that. It's very unfortunate that they aren't together today. I think they should be. They sh- yeah, I think <laughs> so too. But, you know, things happen. Yeah. But I wish they would have stayed together and, you know, misheard what happened. Yeah. <laughs> amber turd wanting to beat on him and <laughs> cut him and stuff because you know he's the man that made the world think he had scissors for fingers do you hear about that one yeah in an interview like like there is there a single person like, on this earth that thought that that edward scissorhands was real <laughs> i
1: bet you there was some people that were like oh my god where is he at is he i at? need to stay away from there like probably like some old lady
0: yeah but like not one of us thought that
1: no, that that was that legit. edward was real
0: no why would you say that in an interview that say was that, that? being broadcast to the whole world not not to mention why would you touch johnny depp yeah why would you even think of hurting that beautiful man Uh (laughs) (laughs) but uh no i really enjoy this movie and technically you know well as we're recording this october is not over but
1: tomorrow's halloween
0: now that yeah tomorrow's halloween but now that technically by the time this comes out october and halloween's over sad and this is considered a halloween movie we still wanted to do it as like a because it's more of like a it's a popular movie a lot of people know it and uh we want to continue it's not um, technically horror we've been
1: doing a lot of scary movies yeah
0: (laughs) and we just wanted to keep with the well-known movies for a little bit. At least until after Christmas. That's when we'll start to go into different types of movies. We'll get to that when we sign off for the episode. But what would you rate this
1: movie?
0: 9 out of 10. 9 out of 10? Yeah. I'm going to agree with you there. Yeah. I really, really enjoy everything about this movie.
1: I think it's a good... It's a good watch. Very it's, good. Um, I put it on, like, randomly when I just feel, like... Yeah. Chilling. Yeah, me too. Know?
0: I try to watch it every October. Yeah. Which... We I've, technically I've watched did it since we watched it today. A few but.
1: times this month.
0: Like it's a very, very good movie. Johnny Depp is excellent. Winona Ryder is excellent in literally everything, just yeah. like Johnny Depp.
1: Yeah, she did a, re- a really good job. But uh, I really like her I hair. really
0: I really do enjoy this movie for October for any time of year, yeah. really. I'll watch it anytime. Yeah. But uh
1: I watch it I I usually put it on before bed yeah yeah
0: that's a good time Uh this is a good directing directing style good writing style good actors like everything about this movie is very good tim burton johnny depp and winona Ryder are very excellent in everything but especially this movie and being as this is tim burton's favorite kind of shows you where the why this movie deserves to be talked about
1: yeah i didn't know that was his favorite but good to know
0: Um, So we're getting towards the end of our recording process here. Uh, I think we said it on the last episode uh, of what we want to do. We just want to go a little bit more into detail. So starting after Christmas, we want to do some movies. So we have lined up a bunch of movies. Our next movie for episode seven is Midsummer. I really, really like this movie, even though I find find it a little strange. It's supposed to be, but I really, really enjoy this movie. But we have movies set up for all the way through christmas christmas being our first uh guest on the show we still have time to figure out what we want to do microphone wise and set up and everything yeah we're not going to tell you who it is or what movie we're going to do we're going to let that be a surprise but we'll have our first guest come christmas and we have everything set up until christmas well until the end of december i should say because one episode comes out before christmas and one comes out right after i think the 31st i forget what the calendar looks like but uh so we want to do a recommendation list, so we're gonna start writing things down that people recommend to us. We have a lot of movies. I have a friend of mine who wants us to review Sleepaway Camp. There's friends that want us to watch. Uh, uh, Uncle Adam wants us to watch Stir of Echoes and stuff so maybe he would want to be maybe on the podcast for that movie um there's a lot of movies that people keep telling us to watch which we want to watch because one of the biggest reasons we did this is because we love horror movies and we've seen a ton i know personally i've seen a ton and she had to have seen the same 400 movies that she's watched over and over <laughs> again we kind of want to grow our list of horror movies that we've seen at least i do yeah. I'd yeah. i'd like recommendations i'd love to watch more exactly i want to know what you guys like and if you guys want to hear our opinion opinions on those movies you know just tell us and we'll s- yeah, we're going to start sure. writing them down and everything and uh we'd like to do some movies that are on a list of the world's scariest movies i know i've seen i'm not quite watching a them few. alone uh, i gotta okay. watch them here all right <laughs> but there are some that on that list that i've watched by myself and i didn't get scared one time there was i forget this movie it was all in spanish not that that's a problem but like kind of the immersion a little bit for me because i don't speak spanish but it's like i watched the movie and i forget veronica maybe was the name didn't like it at all and it was supposed and people were like completely terrified of this movie and stuff but that'll come later on we also want to do movies that we think are terrible that are in the horror genre or you might think are terrible that we might like or you know we'll we'll just go around watching all kinds of different movies we might do like one week a recommendation then the next week a terrible movie kind of like offset it or we'll figure all that out we have months to decide what we want to do but you have anything you want to say before we dip out
1: no i just really enjoyed that one i really like that one
0: well i'm having a lot of fun doing this podcast the thing behind this whole thing is like we record it together we make decisions together but i'm kind of like this is all my equipment and i do all the uh-huh. editing and stuff but he's
1: head honcho i'm just here
0: <laughs> that's kind of if you guys are kind of confused oh we didn't do co-host and host thing. we just kind of jumped Oops. into it i'm hayden that's sicily Sicily. (laughs) there it is at the end anyway that's why we have like the host co-host thing because it's like my setup and like i'm doing a lot of the stuff for the podcast but
1: i'm just here for a good time
0: exactly (laughs) but like we've we've always talked about this for a long time saying like oh we should you know do a podcast about horror movies and stuff like that We should
1: start a youtube channel or
0: yeah that was the first one that was like uh, almost 10 years ago or (laughs) something
1: (laughs) we should go to like haunted places
0: yeah that would be funny too i
1: would totally do that
0: we i also got an idea of um breaking out into other branches of stuff so like we could have one podcast of like doing like tv shows and you know what i Uh mean like our views on other things i'm down that would be cool too but we'll have to get our get, get, get a handle that. on this one first i we'll, want to we'll do, you, do
1: the, the haunted youtube channel that
0: would be pretty That'd cool be too so cool. uh we also got one where we should do an uncut episode just so you know these episodes <laughs> usually end up to be 45 to almost an hour long And you obviously can see that they end up being like 35 minutes because I have to cut out so much bloopers and dumb stuff (laughs) and breathing. Neither of us can breathe out of our (laughs) nose. So we're breathing into the mic and I have to cut a lot of that out, but.
1: Neither of us can smell.
0: Yeah. So, uh, so if it sounds kind of like weird, it's because we can't smell and I have to (laughs) cut a lot of stuff out. We
1: cannot breathe through our nostrils.
0: Exactly. So. Sucks. Yeah, we'll get into all that stuff but next week's midsummer tune in leave us some ratings tell us what you want us to do and thanks for listening
1: yep thank you catch you later